<sighs> Man, it's been a week. Let me tell you, so much has happened with announcements and such, and we've got things to discuss and things to say. I'm Corey, by the way, and Nancy, how are you? Oh boy, if you're telling me it's been a week, it's been a heckin' week. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit about my week. So I had to work a 14-hour shift earlier Yeah, hey, I did that week. yesterday. And I haven't done one of those in a hot minute. And let's just say it was not fun. It was inventory, which made it worse. And it was... That was just the start of the week, because that was Tuesday. And we'll cut Oof. to... Yeah. <laughs> so then, let's just we'll skip ahead a little bit, and we'll, we'll, cut to, we'll cut to Friday. And I was off on Friday, which, like, if you work in retail, you know is just, like, you know, a blessing, right? But I had to go to the dentist. <sighs> yeah, I don't envy you at all. No. I don't go I to the to dentist. Get, you know, I don't blame you. It's the worst place on the face of the planet. I cannot stand the dentist by any means. You, I can go to the doctor. I can do literally anything else in the world. I could have a guy chasing me with a chainsaw, and I would not feel the same amount of anxiety as I would when I step into the dentist. And I had to get my permanent crown put in. Fun. Yeah, no, it wasn't. And the entire like, they they asked me this time, which I thought was kind of funny because I am I'm not a pleasant person at the dentist. I'm a totally different person when I'm there. Um, they asked me about sedation. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. They're like, have you ever thought about being sedated when you come here and just knock it all out at once? And I'm like, you know what, as much as I'd love to, my insurance doesn't cover it. Yeah, as so much as I'd love to, lo to live that uh, Ramon's life. <laughs> right? So instead, I'm stuck with Green Day, and they give me Novocaine. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> give me Novocaine and laughing gas. And, yeah. So it's been, it's been a week. And we have plenty of things to talk about this week. We really do. Um, I don't even start know to. where to begin. At the beginning, usually, is a good place to go. So, yeah, this past week was WWDC. Let's just jump right into it. And Apple announced a bunch of stuff. A bunch of ex expensive stuff not not all expensive stuff we'll we'll get we will get to the <laughs> expensive things in a minute though I've, I've got some words um but no there are a bunch of cool things they're doing um you know they're killing off itunes oh no as if we all haven't been legally air quotes downloading our music for years now Yeah. Well, you can still use your legal stuff in iTunes, though. Well, I mean, I also used my maybe not so legal stuff in iTunes. You just needed to know how to work around it. There's some extra steps, but I definitely did it. Yeah. I, ha I had an iPod. I never 
never paid for music. I just borrowed it from people. Yeah. Anyway, so they're killing off iTunes and turning it into three separate apps. You're going to have Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. Apple Movies. Movies, TV, media, whatever. So they're going to turn into those three separate apps. Now your iTunes library and purchase things will transfer to each thing. So don't worry. You don't have to resub to podcasts. You don't have to repurchase music or movies. They'll just transfer to the respective apps. So I'm going I'm to throw a little bit of shade and I've got plenty more to come. So don't worry. But those, so they're going to make you have three separate apps to take up more storage space on the already limited storage space. Well, no. <laughs> Think about it this way. Those three apps are already on your iPhone, on your iPads, on any of your iDevices. iTunes itself anymore is exclusively pretty much desktop. And they're killing off the desktop for three apps that are much smaller in total size on, on it. Most of that storage is going to become cloud storage since they sync between all the devices. Oh, okay. So, shade, yes, because... I mean, iTunes was con- it. It was convenient, but let's let's be honest. When you can go through iTunes to sync your calendar, it's a little bloated and lost its original mission. I mean, its original mission was to be a online music store to legally purchase music, so the record companies had a presence online. Yeah, iTunes, i.e., music. Yeah, I can it's understand the movies being part of that. You know, I can understand iTunes getting movies. I can understand that, but calendars and stuff you don't need that moving on (laughs) moving on i there's some ios updates um so ios is gonna get some features now that'll restrict how the iphone apps collect your data So so they're all about that privacy air quotes all around that yeah you can't you can't see because audio format only we don't have uh, we don't have video captures, so don't add us. But there's a lot of finger quotes going on now. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, each time. So now some of the some of the small things just to help, like that the data better targets them with ads, right? That people are mad about that competitors do, like <clears throat> Facebook, Google. Um, <laughs> so Apple, what the newest version of iOS is going to do is essentially you'll be able to share your location with an app once. Each time it wants to access your location again, after that, it's going to be asking you. Is it going to have that always allow box? I don't I mean, it doesn't really matter to me, but doesn't I can imagine matter, like, but yeah, um, software will also be more transparent when apps are tracking location in the background and block apps from using Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connections to figure out location. So smart. That I, that I like because it's probably like my biggest caveat is that if I have my Bluetooth on or my Wi-Fi on, it's like, oh, we know where you are. Here's some ads stuff going on in your area and it's just like i just didn't want to use my data and you'll be able to sign in with a more private apple id with that feature third-party apps some cases only get your name and email address um if you choose it also allows you to conceal the email address and generating random email addresses that'll forward them to you so those are some of the highlights on it also a native dark mode coming to apple apps which google catch up a gmail dark mode on my phone would be freaking awesome i still want dark mode facebook like we all do i mean even twitter has a fucking dark mode 
Right. Like I've got dark mode for everything else, but the second I open up Facebook, it's blinding my eyes. And I have the blue light filter on my phone already. And on my on my Android device, I have the dark theme set. Mm-hmm. So everything's still dark until I get to Google and Facebook. But then I've got like my tweets in dark mode. I've got, you know, all the other good stuff. So it's just like, come on, guys. I will say we made it eight minutes in before I have to turn this into an explicit tagged podcast. Not our best, not our worst. Yeah. (laughs) Yet. Anyway, so moving forward to another announcement was the Apple Watch will be getting its own app store for WatchOS. I love that. WatchOS. Okay. Watch us. Uh... It's its own (laughs) app store. No longer a companion app loaded onto an iPhone for it, et cetera, et cetera. Third parties can run independently. You know, it's cool. Then we move into the iPad stuff. Um, Maybe the biggest change for it, I'm guessing, is going to be the fact that it's going to now be specifically an an OS designed for the iPads called iPad OS. So it's basically a MacBook on the go. Really, it is. It's a MacBook on the go. It's going to let you, it's going to basically be a sidecar to your MacBook. Right. And they are allowing, um, they said that uh, your Lightroom Mm -hmm. can now be used on the iPad, which I know a lot of uh, digital media people are actually going to be really excited about because as much as I bag on Apple, they do wonders for any type of editing and production. If you do any type of video, sound, like movie, like any, like any type of editing, the best software is unfortunately on Apple products. So to be able to take Lightroom on the go is nifty. And I hate it. (laughs) That being said, I'm going to take my biggest shit on this whole thing right now. Let's do it. The new Mac Pro. So being everything you just said, (laughs) you have to have a computer that can run that. And when you're running a graphics card on your Pro model that is $200 on Newegg, that's a couple years old now, on your base model that people are going to buy because it's Apple. They they want it for that status symbol. And they got that big old logo slapped right on that cheese grater. Yeah, it looks like a damn cheese grater. But I mean, that's just... That's one of my gripes. The, there's a lot of things with it. First of all, the price tag is six thousand um, dollars. Is that is that including the thousand dollar monitor stand? No, that's not including the, the monitor <laughs> or the stand. So if you buy the base model with the monitor and the stand, you're pushing about twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, because like you know, I just now, have twelve k flying around. I'm covering around. the monitor separately from all of this because the monitor is actually cool as hell. Okay. Like, so the monitor is actually something to write home about. It is 6K resolution, dense pixels. It's it's everything you need in a workstation monitor. Um, USB 3 Thunderbolt ports on it. It's, oh. Good <sighs> monitor. Anyway. So, your base model, $6,000 one, comes with an 8-core Intel Xeon W processor. It's clocked 3.5 gigahertz, 8-core, 16 threads, turbo boost up to 4 gigs. Or 4 gigahertz, supports up to 
2666 megahertz memory, 24.5 megabytes cache. That's your base. Okay. Base memory on it. I have to find where that went. I'm going to skip over that for a moment. Um, until, I figure that, until I can find that detail on the base memory that, that it comes with. Um, however, I will say the hard drive it comes with is only a, like, it's 256 gigabyte solid state drive. And the aforementioned mm. NVIDIA RX 580. And I think it comes on board with 32 gigs of RAM. Woo. Anyway, so... <laughs> That's all fine and dandy. You can get it way upgraded with a bunch of stuff on it. Um, I mean, this is going to be able to go up and be your, you know, true editing machine. But when you're looking at that, that's pushing the price of a new car. Like, it's expected that the highest end version of this computer is going to be pushing the price of a new car upwards of $40,000. Oh, my God. You can buy a Tesla. For almost that, the new Tesla pickup truck. And that's for the things that you're talking about people actually are going to want to use this for to have the power to do as a workstation, you know, PC for PC. work. Right. You know, if it comes with a 256 gig solid state drive, the highest one is four terabytes of solid states, two terabyte modules. How much are they going to charge for that? How much is that upgrade? You know, How we're much talking that upgrade, about, though? We're talking about Apple who can whose upgrades are outstanding outrageous at times i mean the markup on this computer alone the base prices that come in that base model totals like three thousand bucks and they're charging you six grand for the computer yeah 100 markup it? is it worth it you know if you're an apple guy and you want a good workstation pc you can don't get the base model you're gonna be spending a lot more but they're just they're kind of pricing people out with this one and they're saying if you want this pc you know what you're going you know you'll pay what we'll what we're asking for it yeah, Apple knows PC, like they're so, computer rather. Yeah, Apple knows that they are so deep in your pockets that if you really want it, you're gonna buy it. Yeah. But in the words of Missy Elliot, Elliot, you've got to think: Is it worth it? Let me work it. I flink my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. <sighs> <laughs> so, the monitor now. That's so the. Let me get that pulled up, because actually it wasn't in that stupid article. So, the Apple Pro display. So, the, the stand itself is $1,000. The mount is like another 250 bucks. the mount that goes on the monitor, the magnetic mount to that stand. Just why, though? I mean, I know it's because Apple. Because but Apple. Why? That's astronomically... <laughs> All right, think about it. The monitor itself is $5,000. Right. So the Apple Pro display, it's an XDR monitor and 6K resolution, 1600 nits of peak brightness. It's, it's, <laughs> it's worth that. It's, it, it, it's worth some of those costs. You know, it's got lightning port, they're not lightning, Thunderbolt ports are built into it. Um, it's a little on the thick side. It's a thick boy with two C's. But <laughs> we're all about that thick culture right now, though. But yeah, it's a 32 inch 6K display that you can use in landscape or portrait mode for your editing. Which is part of the reason oh. why the 
the, you know, the $200 adapters there. Right. Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, $1,000 for the stand when you're already charging 5000 for the monitor. And find you, the monitor doesn't just come with a stand either. It's just the cost of the monitor. There is no included stand. It's not like the pro stand's an upgrade. It's, that's it. So what you can do is you just buy the monitor and then you stack the monitor against all the divorce papers from you spending like $12,000 on a piece of machinery while your family goes hungry. Because you had to have the latest Apple product. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... The stand part is stupid. The monitor itself is gorgeous. Yeah, I can, I can imagine the monitor doing some great things. And, I mean, eventually, like, newer technology will come. The cost of the monitor will go down. As is the world of technology. I just... I don't have that kind of money, so I mean, I'm not going to be participating in this at all. Yeah, I'm not buying a Mac. <laughs> I'm not buying I mean, a Mac Pro. The trash can was a cool idea when they came out with that, but it sold horribly. Give the people what they wanted was a customizable tower. Well, then you price out the people because think about it: the base model of the trash can only costs about half as much as the new one does. Yeah. So. They like more, the it, price. Yeah, and like, but on the plus side, like, if the if it ever craps out on you, you got a really nice cheese grater. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you have a nice aesthetic piece to talk about. I'm sure it could be the perfect conversation piece to tie a room together. Right. Or like, you know, you're inviting your Tinder date back home from your apartment after you you know, treated them to the dollar menu at McDonald's and they see this piece of machinery just sitting in your parents' uh, basement. And then they're going to think a little differently of you. And be like, wow, that person spent their money on that. I and heard then best said earlier was someone compared buying the base model of this as a showpiece to say a status symbol, because as you're saying, kind of something like that to buying like a base model of a luxury car. You know, everyone knows it's the base, but you know, if you're buying it to impress the girls, a lot of girls don't know about the car, so to speak, is the theory. Right. Some but company I know excluded from that. But <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> myth is, you know, and I'm very pro-myth, by the way, pro-myth. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. And I also sure. realize... And I'm a mechanic's daughter, so there's a difference. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so. Hours after WWDC last week, we had something else happen involving Apple. Dun, dun, dun. And Google. And Amazon. And Facebook. Yeah. The House Judiciary Committee said on Monday it is launching a top-to-bottom antitrust investigation to the tech industry, including Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google, deepening the crisis for Silicon Valley's largest players as they face mountain scrutiny in Washington over their power and influence, quoted from the CNN article. So, Got to cover my bases there. Yes. The direct quote, we are, we are looking at a CNN article. So... Um, yeah. So, so I'm 
Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to keep as neutral as I can on the actual... I'm trying... I don't want to get too political on this, because that was one of my goals when we started this, was to not be political, but... It's I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be real for a minute. This is an investigation led by the Democratic House of Investigations to break up, quote-unquote, monopolies. Um, let's take a real look here. Amazon... Apple and Google, all three are competing against each other in different sectors. Um, Google and Amazon both have web services and web hosting for other people out there. That's a business they directly compete in. They directly compete in other web service categories as well. Amazon competes with retail shops that also have online presences, places like Walmart. You know Walmart's never going anywhere. Nope. That's not going to change. What it's going to end up doing is driving the prices of other places down to compete with that, which you've seen in some aspects. Things have gone down, and a lot of places will match them. Facebook's its own little monster. We've covered that before. Yes. And when it comes to Google and Apple competing, we've got two completely different smartphone markets made right here for Android and Apple. And if you're looking at it as the way as iOS, if one of their clauses is that Apple is only on iOS, you know devices it's whatever that i don't care about that android was made to be the free market alternative to that and they compete the biggest thing they can say for apple is the app store right and they they even had um the supreme court it was like a couple weeks ago and i know we really didn't touch on it but the supreme court had ruled in favor of a group of people that filed mm-hmm. a class action lawsuit against Apple for only like allowing like by having total control of the App Store and then having like increased prices on third party developers um citing a brick law from Illinois from like the early 1900s which mm-hmm. was also ridiculous but the Supreme Court ended up ruling in favor of it so if they did in and on pursuing that lawsuit, they're now completely more than welcome to because they had been shot down on every level until they took it to the Supreme Court. So it kind of like, I think that even kind of ties into this of like, we're coming for you. Honestly, this is ridiculous. My personal opinion, this is just ridiculous. You have... They rule us anyway. Like, why are we trying to fight back? (laughs) Look, you want my honest opinion? They have more information about us than the government does, and the government's mad. <laughs> they're they're fighting. They're like, I want all of those. Particularly, things. the big government side of the government is mad because they're the ones that want more and more and more things collected and advertised and done for the government. And you want a system? Why not break yeah. up big tech? Because then they get all of their information when it becomes publicly available. And then boom, they have everything on you. It's not worth it, guys. It's all because certain candidates for president have called for it. That they're like, well, we need to do this now. Yeah. It's a reactive and they will mood cite, to save faith to voters. And they'll cite privacy and security. That has and nothing to do trend. with antitrust. Yeah, and there's, there's a trend with that that I won't dive into, but yeah. it's all about, you know, quote-unquote protecting people. Keep in mind, and making everything sure they do get from you information-wise, you have opted into at one point when you agree to join these sites. Yeah. You, you quote-unquote, read... Those terms and agreements on everything that you've signed up for. If anyone's ever really read it, 
reach out to me because I've got questions. I want to know what I have signed up for because I know I've never read them. <laughs> I've read a lot of them. And it's basically just you give away your data. Like Facebook owns the crap you post on Facebook. You have no rights to your pictures on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. They can use them in their ads and do whatever they want with them because you agree to it in the terms of service. Yep. You posted it onto our site. It's technically our property now. You're just renting it. Yep. So. Renting it for free and we bombard you with ads. Because think about it. If you go to delete your Facebook, you can't permanently delete it. You can always it's, go back. Yes, it's always deactivated. And like, it's like just chilling in the ether. But anyone can pull it right out when they decide that they have a use for it. Yeah. So I'm not going to touch much more into this because it will start becoming political diatribes from us. I yeah, know we us gotta, too well. We, we got to tread carefully because we, we would derail this entire conversation I, and we'd have to I, record after we cool down yeah, for 20 I would, minutes. I would probably <laughs> have to like end the recording like immediately if we actually started talking politics. But... I think you can agree to me that with me, at least on the fact that this is dumb, this isn't going to do anything. It's to save face with the voting base. Yeah, I'm not like I'm all for holding companies accountable. Don't get me wrong, but there is a. There is a way to do it, and this is not the way. You can't break these companies up when they're all competitors against each other. There's not an antitrust lawsuit. They buy the they buy people out that come up. Yes, but these people are agreeing to the terms. They can always say no. It's free will. But we'll, if anything comes from this, we'll update it. Moving on to something else. Let's talk about Tuesday. Tuesday news day. Tuesday drop Pokemon news. Pokemon. Sword and Shield. <laughs> So we're going to be we're going to be shield boys, right? Well, you're going to be the opposite of what I choose. So yes, you're going to be shield boys. Okay. I'm going to be sword boys. I'm going to be Dark Souls puppy. Yeah, that's fine. I I did see that uh that little gif. Well. (laughs) I truth be told, I had decided on sword when they announced it because I just liked the the idea better, and then I was going to go with a friend of ours that. Usually we kind of go with the opposite, but then he's getting the same one this year. So, yeah, you're stuck with the opposite one. <laughs> Thanks. That's yeah, fine. They're it's the my... same game with different, just some different Pokemons. Gives you a chance to first to trade. Yeah, and I mean, it's going to be my first Pokemon game anyway. So, like, I'm just along for the ride. I'm not emotionally invested in it yet. So let's start with some stuff because I typed up a nice little highlight reel of it with a link to the trailer on the page. Let's talk about some of the info, and we'll dive into it as we go. I'm gonna start from. I'm gonna highlight some of my favorites as we as we're before we kind of pick an order here. Anyway, so first of all, thank you, Arceus. We have gym battles again. That was one of my biggest complaints with Sun and Moon was there were no gym battles. It was the island trials. It was a cool idea. You were setting up a Pokemon League in this region, but it was way too different. Also, way too handholdy. Please don't be hold handholdy. Oh, no. Like Zelda hand-holding? Or... <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't... I will rant about Pokemon Sun and Moon another time. I still haven't finished that one, so I need to finish it first. That's okay. how much I dislike it. Oh, wow. 
I haven't even bothered with Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. I'm just going to go straight to these because gyms are back. But not just because gyms are back. Also, the way they've changed the wild Pokemon encounters. You can now walk out and see an open world sort of environment, which is freaking awesome. And I know <sighs> that you can actually ride a water bike on the water. So that means Professor Oak is having a stroke somewhere. Ha 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 ha. No, our professor's name is Professor Magnolia this time. Oh, well, man, okay, I only know so much about Pokemon, okay? <laughs> Should have watched the trailer. Got a couple of new Pokemons. Um, they're showing off in, in the Nintendo Direct. You can take a look at them in there. Um, my favorite Ooh. one is the new one that looks kind of like a knight. Um, legendary Pokemon were also revealed. You have Zacian and Zamazenta. Um, one's a sword, one's a shield. Sword puppy. Looks like Dark Souls puppy. <laughs> Four-player raids to catch Dynamax Pokemon. Dynamax is like, a, I guess, the mega evolution of this generation. Your Pokemon become giant. In Pokemon Kaiju. Yeah, yeah, Kaiju Pokemon. Kaijumon. <laughs> Got a nuke them all. Anyway. <laughs> that was insensitive. I'm sorry, Japanese people. Oh, no. That, oh, man, I didn't even think, oh, oh, no. <laughs> That was a slow burn for me. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Dynamax Mega Evolution of this generation. Last three turns, um, but you can catch Dynamax Pokemon, and it comes out on November 15th. We'll get some more stuff on it coming up, it looks like, at E3 this weekend. Speaking of E3, real quick, look for some bonus episodes to be posted before this goes live, since we're actually recording this before E3. Because yes. somebody's lame. Because, you know, you got you to gotta record in order to get ahead on the internet. So there's a whole backlog. <laughs> anyway, look for an E3 episode up. You should get two of them before this episode drops. And then you'll get one the same day with Nintendo. So we'll be doing an E3 one, actually recording later this same evening. Um, actually, EA's announcement was the day we recorded, but I'm not talking about it because it's going to be already talked about a little bit later. So I just wanted to take that. Um, we'll talk about that real quick, but make sure you check it out if you haven't. Yeah, we're going to talk about them all and may have some guest hosts joining me on those because we miss Nancy, unfortunately, is unavailable. Yep, life is getting in the way this week, guys. I don't know what to tell you. So, <laughs> may have some guest hosts, maybe solo and ranting into the void for 20 30 minutes by myself, but just want to put that out there. But just Slap up the picture of old man yells at Cloud. So from the Simpsons. Another <laughs> announcement this week. Google Stadia. We got the price. We got the launch games. We got the launch window. We got the lineups. We got the As with everything else that we're seeming to get trends on right now. Coming out in November. Man, I'm gonna be broke for my birthday with everything that's Closely, coming out. Yeah. Exclusively via the Stadia Founders Edition bundle, available for pre-order now on the Google Play Store. Um, so, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, because we have a couple more topics we wanted to talk about. And so, Google, fresh on the heels of the antitrust investigation being launched, is now entering another market where they have competition. <laughs> anyway, <Shade>. Google. <laughs> so, Stadia. Gonna be launching late 2019. Oh, I love it. I said okay, Google on my phone. 
They are listening. Yeah, I have a Google Home Mini, and she's always listening, but she doesn't get the right words. Hardly ever. Yeah. So, 14 countries are coming when it launches. Um, US, Canada, UK, Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Netherlands, Belgium, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, and Finland at launch. You will be able to play Stadia on the following platforms. On your desktop via Chrome. On your TV via Chromecast. On your Google Android tablets. And on Google phones, Pixel 3, Pixel 3a. Founders Edition. Currently is available for pre-order. It will be $129. $129.99. And includes the following things. Um, limited edition controller, so it's going to be a dark blue instead of the white that's going to come standard. Um, Chromecast Ultra. Three months of the Stadia Pro subscription. First chance to claim a name. And one three-month buddy pass to give Stadia Pro to a friend. So are you giving Stadia Pro to uh, me? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm jumping onto this yet. I'm gonna give it some time. I'm not. I'm not a first adopter to things like this. Yeah, you gotta and see what the reasons. bugs are in. So it's gonna be nine ninety nine a month. Be able to stream games depending on what you know on it here. Um, you'll be required to play. You can play games four K sixty FPS HDR with five point one surround sound capabilities built into them. Um, Stadia Base will let you stream games up to. 1080p 60fps so you will have some internet re- internet minimums for those so we're gonna have to see where those steady out at um probably not my internet <laughs> yeah so some of the games that are gonna come with it um that they've announced so far they've got bun- partners with capcom and bandai namco's bringing dragon ball xenoverse to it Bethesda's going to be bringing Doom Eternal, Doom 2016, Rage 2, The Elder Scrolls Online, and Wolfenstein. Uh, Bungie's bringing Destiny to it. Speaking of Destiny-based games, gone free. Uh, Square Enix, Final Fantasy XV. Tomb Raider. So, they're actually going to have some games, really good games streaming from this, on this $9.99 a month thing. Um, I don't know if you're going to actually have to purchase these games. Or if it's going to be like a Netflix of games. Because if it's like a Netflix of games, I'll totally give it a shot. But if you have to buy all these individually, and most people have a decent amount of these. Yeah. I mean, how many times like, can you buy Elder Scrolls? Right? <laughs> I could see this as being something like if I could tie it onto my PS4 or something and cloud save data between devices, which one day hopefully we can then I could see maybe taking this on the go with me if I go traveling and, like, I'm in a hotel room. I could see I that. Wonder, I wonder if uh, this will eventually be com- uh, compatible with the Tesla <laughs> so you can... <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Elon, get on it. Yeah, Elon, hear our, hear our cries. Get Stadia and the Tesla that I'll eventually buy one day before I die. Yeah got a couple more gaming things we can talk about we have quite there, there's so much gaming news <laughs> this is without talking about e3 yeah it's just everything decided to drop this week so, so i'm gonna talk about some sad well not maybe well, maybe not sad it's sad i guess it's do i want to talk about myself just 
kind of saying, hey, Blizzard, you're being Blizzard right now? Or do I want to talk about, hey, Sony, we knew this would fail? Let's let's go Sony first, because you're going to go on a rant if we talk about Blizzard. So let's let's get Sony out of our system. Yeah. Real quick. So, PlayStation Classic, 30 bucks. Go buy so, one. Go hack yeah. it. Now's the time. Skip your fast food for a couple days, do some meal prepping, and boom. You can have the PlayStation Classic. We'll drop links on how to hack. Yeah. It's Sony mad fail. easy to hack, quote unquote, according to Kotaku. Yeah. So, so here's the reason it failed, guys. It doesn't have good games aside from maybe Final Fantasy VII. Maybe Siphon Filter can go on there. That's really not much to write home about. Right, and we're even getting a Final Fantasy VII remake anyway. So, Find out more about that tomorrow. Yes. I just dated this podcast, but I think I did that already. Anyway, find out more about that tomorrow. I'll talk about it then. But for this, it failed. It had a reason. You can go get a Raspberry Pi, make a, have someone 3D print you a case that looks just like this and play every game ever made on it for it. I mean, there's other ways to do it, but hey, it's 30 bucks. Go pick it up. Go hack it. Go put Legend of Dragoon on it and Grandia. <laughs> Some games that you wish they would have put on there, but they definitely didn't. Look, the just... PS1 was a treasure trove for RPGs. They could have put Final Fantasy VIII on it. They could have put Final Fantasy IX on it. Final Fantasy Tactics. They could have put Chrono Cross. They could have put Brondia. They could have put Wild Arms. They could have put the aforementioned Legend of Dragoon, which was a great game. The list goes on um, and on and on. We're not going to get right. tactics ogre. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way just to add to your, your collection. You know, I've got my, I've got my SNES classic. So this will just be a good little addition to it just to, Maybe just to have my, it. Yeah. Hack my SNES classic still. Soon. So, soon. Soon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Blizzard canceled a StarCraft first person shooter. Focus on Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Overwatch is arguably one of the more popular games in the world right now. Why do you need to make a sequel to it? Diablo 4, I get. But where's StarCraft 3? <laughs> where's the first? Look, StarCraft Ghost was promised years ago as a third-person stealth shooter, Splinter Cell-style action StarCraft universe shooter game. This could have been that. This is that. Hopes and dreams that I didn't have until I read this article have now been crashed because I read oh, this man. article. That's that's an emotional roller coaster to like realize like what you didn't realize you wanted only for it to be. Honestly, good. though, it's a very Blizzard thing to do. I mean, it is it is Blizzard. They they like to just uh, play with your emotions. Yeah, it's a very Blizzard things to do. You know, it is what it is. It's. We wouldn't it's, call it an abusive relationship, but we'd call it borderline. <sighs> Emotional manipulation is still not healthy. Look, they better have something about Diablo Four soon, because the, or the fans are going to riot because of Immortal. Yeah, and and Diablo is a treasure. Like I, I've played Diablo, but not. In the way people are supposed to play Diablo. Diablo's good. I, it's a great game. I've only played it a handful of times. 
So I can't say like, oh my God, I love it. But I enjoyed it. And like, I could see why people absolutely adore the game. So yeah, don't take that away from people. So I'm, I don't know. It's Blizzard being Blizzard. Blizzard's gonna Blizzard. So, I guess we've still got some time to kill here. We haven't hit our marks yet. Let's talk about some movie news. Movies! Yay! So, we've been bad the last couple weeks yeah. and haven't talked about some trailers. stuff and some things. So, apologies. So we're going to go back and from the beginning, and we're going to highlight some of the movie news from the last couple weeks that we've shared. Movie, Let's go movies and TV news. You know what? Why not? So a couple weeks ago, we had the new Terminator trailer drop. Sarah Connor comes to speak to your manager. Yep, full-on Karen haircut. Yeah. I got to be careful about talking about haircuts, but Karen haircut. She's got that 2015 Justin Bieber do. Would you compare that to Ellen DeGeneres at all? At a glance, you might. <laughs> anyway, so that came. Got an old-looking Arnie and a nice melty Terminator in it. I'll probably go see it. I mean, you're, you're kind of, like, you kind of have to, because it's like... Terminator's kind of iconic. Even with like the fizzle out that it kind of had as a series. I haven't enjoyed a Terminator movie in years. I just watch them for the mindless action. Let's be honest. Well, that's what they're for. But now that we're like bombarded with it, it doesn't have the same impact that it used to. But it's Arnie. Yeah. He's come a long way since first Terminator and Mr. Mm. Freeze. You know... I think it's funny that shortly after Arnie's trailer drops, we get the Home Alone remake we never knew we needed. Oh, yes. The new Rambo it's... movie. Rambo Last Blood, <laughs> where he booby traps his house and kills people. Man. Yep. Macaulay Culkin it's new would Home be Alone, proud. Man. So, Just... that happened. I'll, again, <laughs> probably see it because I've seen all the other Rambo movies, but let's be honest, Rambo's a franchise that needed to die with the 80s. Yeah, age well, it did not. But a lot of stuff hasn't aged well, so. <laughs> Buckaroo Bonsai being one of those. Oh, Lord. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So, other things that we hadn't talked about. We've got a, the Russo brothers are doing a Magic the Gathering series on Netflix. Which is exciting, so. Magic the Gathering nerds must, you know, unite even more than they already have and marvel at a cinematic. Yo, if we get a Wizards of the Coast cinematic universe on Netflix down, give me some D&D Can't Curse the Strahd campaign, like, shows. But they gotta throw a baby out of the way. Otherwise, Uh, I'm not invested. They probably won't. They have to play it to whatever they trope them as. See? That's no fun. You're not throwing babies and you're not having a good time. I mean, they could very well do it. I don't know. If they'd really do that, you know, in the first episode, I think Game of Thrones might have a lawsuit against them. Oh, no. Don't sue them. 
Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Good Eats coming back August 25th, Food Network. If you love the show, you know why I'm personally excited about it. It's your sciency, foodie, nerdy thing to watch. It's awesome. Watch it, please. I watch so much Good Eats at school. Like, that I watch was like so much Good Eats now, still have for I mean, also 20 true. years now. Also mm. true. But all of my fondest memories was watching Good Eats at school. And, like, now that I'm an adult and, like, buy groceries, I'm, I've been doing more and more of his recipes. And it just mm-hmm. uh, makes my heart and my stomach so, so happy. Fun fact. When I was in high school and even middle school, at night, my nightly routine is I would watch Emerald Live and then the two episodes of Good Eats before I went to bed. That's that was routine. my nightly routine. It was a good one. I went to bed watching BAM and learning science. Good stuff. <laughs> Other TV entertainment movie-ish news that we haven't talked about. Stranger Things July 4th coming up in about a month. I know. So we got to get our season two recap done. And then also our prediction episode. Which, like, I've got so many thoughts. I'm ready to go in on it. I've been bottling them up and not... S- spouting a single thing but i'm ready. we'll get there yeah coming soon ish i have to have the time okay you gotta but finish it'll be done before it will be done before season four comes up i promise y'all that yes so something else that came up that i actually want to pause on for a moment new dragon ball super movies in the works come out next year i believe it's either 2020 or 2021 i don't remember what the domain registered when they registered the Dragon Ball Super Broly movies domains were two years ago. IGN, great reporting. I like how you don't mention who actually broke these stories on Twitter or, um, you know, news that came up even before y'all posted it from the actual YouTube community. They were late to the party. Um, Even have some of the stuff wrong on it. But it came out through the uh, Broly release in japan on their blu-ray and the little interview that was included that they are working on the new dragon ball super movie my assumption is we this could be why super is not back on tv this could be held being held they're going to be doing two movies and then super comes back on tv so they have a bank load of episodes to keep working forward on i don't know speculating excited about it but ign please stop covering dragon ball yeah leave it leave it to the professional sweetie it's okay you tried a clap and a half harrison ford indiana jones 5 in the search for the gilded walker starts filming in 2020 (laughs) really do we need another indiana jones movie you know what i'll say this and people can judge me. I don't care. To this day, I understand how old Harrison Ford is. I'd still tap that. I just want to know when you hear the crack, is it his whip or is it his hip? Hey, him and I have that in common. <laughs> Look, this is the guy who literally broke his hip on the set of episode seven of Star Wars. Yep. Search for so. the Gilded Walker, indeed. And you know what the worst part is? You know Shia LaBeouf's not in it. So the whole thing they established in Crystal Skull with his son, they don't have to like right all the way away from that. Oh, he died. 
Just, just like, kill him off. Ooh, kill him off. Recast him as an older person. Who knows? I again, I'll go see it because it's indie. Yeah. But doesn't mean I'm gonna like it. Crystal Skull looking at you. <laughs> ooh, the shade. Um, Wonder Woman eighty four has got a release date June fifth next year. And that that image looks so all the colors. Um, any other movie things that I need to talk about? Lucifer got released, uh, renewed for season five by Netflix, a fifth and final season. Uh, a couple of release notes. I'm just going up the page real quick to cover some highlights for a moment. Do you see this about the Xbox body wash? Yay, now I can smell like Bull Ranch Doritos and Mountain Dew at the same time without ingesting the calories. Yeah, the smell of day-old monster, stale Taco Bell, and dude bros, all in one convenient bottle or spray. I wonder if one of the sense names is going to be Kyle, and they make you punch the wall when you wear it. Yeah. This is a very Kyle scent. It is. I don't know. I. In the best part, it's not going to be available in America. It's international. <laughs> Well, I think it's because they understand that Americans probably already smell like this anyway. Yeah, we don't need the help. No. No, thank you. I smell like lavender. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I smell like honeysuckle today. No, lavender. Fuck you. It's great. It's manly. Wilderness. Yes, lavender is, lavender is very manly, and I won't, I won't take that from you at all. So. It's made by a manly deodorant brand. It's still manly. Anyway, Funimation's putting Samurai Shampoo on YouTube for free. Maybe we should do some talking about that one day. Since one there's day. no excuse. Yeah, it's on YouTube, and it's I watch YouTube religiously. Show. It's actually really good. I'd actually watch it. Spotify is trying to catch up to Google. With those oh? Final Fantasy soundtracks. Yes, that's right. I remember... I remember posting about that and yes, being able to did. cruise. I did. It's been a long week, guys, so like y'all kind of bear with me. Hundred <laughs> percent honesty. They've been on Google Play for a while too. Yeah, but I pay for Spotify, so like I'm gonna use Spotify. <laughs> I don't pay for Spotify, but never mind. No, it's okay. Dungeons and Dragons new source book, Acquisitions <laughs> Inc. I love it. I can't wait. I'm buying it. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Uh, add another book to your collection. That's you don't understand. <laughs> These are the guys behind Penny Arcade, okay? Who did this? This is their D and D adventures and everything they've created and quests and things that they would do. I'm so excited. Penny Arcade has been something I have followed for now. I think it's been at least 14 years. I've been reading Penny Arcade weekly and regularly. So okay. So yeah, that's that's more than enough reason for you to be hyped. Yeah, and then Uncharted movie. Yay, with our baby face boy Tom Holland taking the taking the lead role. Yeah, and it's and gonna I'm come out. I'm excited December, to see him in something other than Spooderman. December eighteenth next to come into the into a theater near you. Mark your calendars. Get ready. You got plenty of time. So I wanna try our outro a little differently here. Oh. Usually at this point, I would sit here and we would give you a PSA. Yeah. And we're, we're, you're still going to get your weekly PSA, guys. Don't worry. 
We're not taking the PSAs away. But I'm going to take this moment to plug the show for a minute and follow, have you tell y'all to follow us on Twitter. At PodThing. Yes. Also, same thing on Facebook, at PodThing. So simple. couple of clicks. Just do it. Give us those likes. See our posts. Interact. We'll, if we like your comment, think it's funny, we'll reach and shout you out on the show. You know, simple stuff. Simple clicks. Also, we have our own personal things you can plug us at. Um, Nancy has her Instagrams. At Miss Bopancy. I have a Twitter, at One Not So Ninja. I didn't plug it last week. I'll do it now. Follow me, but don't at me. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of Twitter, though? I have a lot of political things I retweet. Guys, if you really want to at me about it, I'll be happy to talk. Just know if you start, you know, being... Combative? You get blocked. I'm all Ooh. for civil discourse. Yes, it's a lost art these days. Yeah. So, that being said, and I've done my little plugs, Nancy, do you want to talk about this? This seems yes. to be your special area of the podcast for the most part. I've kind of done a lot of talking today. Yes, I do. I do very much enjoy the PSAs of the day. So, this comes from one of the most realist news places on the face of the planet, Fox News. The realist. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. I'll edit that out, maybe. Probably not. I'm lazy. <laughs> but so that way people know where we found the article. Um, a Texas family received a styrofoam prop cake from Walmart in place of their graduation cake. So this is fairly local to where we are. Um, a lot of graduations are happening right now in, in the Texas and in the southern area just in general. Um, and as they were, you know, filming the ceremonial cutting of the cake, um, they found out that it was a piece of styrofoam that just had a picture with the graduation on it. Um, they had ordered a two-tier cake. Um, they said that they had lost her order, and then they gave her a free cake instead. So, first off, that doesn't sound like Walmart to me. <laughs> so I would have already known that something was a little fishy if they would have been like, oh yeah, you can get a free one instead. So she had picked out another cake free of charge because her order was lost. And then they cut the cake only to find out that it was styrofoam. Yeah. So, how do you feel about that, Corey? I mean, personally, I don't order special cakes from Walmart. I would use an actual bakery, number one. Yeah. Number two, guys, check your cake. You stick a finger in the city. It's your own damn cake. Who cares? Yeah. PSA of the day, guys. Check your cake. Don't get a nice fancy cake at Walmart. That's my PSA of the day. Use a bakery. Local business. Support them. Yes. Support, support your local economy by going to a bakery and still check your cake. Yeah, it's just less likely a local bakery is going to screw you over like that. Because they'll even deliver it and set it up on the spot. Oh, wait, let's not go into that. PSA, don't bake cakes. 